following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk the No Politics OK here on the BICBP Radio Network. I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday. And before we start today's episode, here is a message from our sponsor. You know that charge you get when you and the Jedis are facing down the dark side? You're about to find out. You can discover the new Lego Star Wars Episode 2 collection. Now you can master a different kind of force. Because with Lego, when you make it... Star Wars Attack of the Clones collection. Each set sold separately. All right. So, today, Matt Johnson is back with us. But it's not video games. We just did video games a couple weeks ago. What is going on? But a little bit of something... Um, people have called the Matt's Rants. I I don't like that. So I, I, I like that, but I, I want to call it Matt's Madness. Because Matt is normally a very even keel individual, but I think I, I would I wouldn't go that far. Um, I think you are. I think you even are. Even keel, you compliment me too much. Well, I have to. Sorry, I'm going to enjoy a nice Reese's uh, pumpkin for breakfast. I have to. I, I have to kiss up. You're the one that keeps the podcast going. So. Oh yeah, it's better than kissing down. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> um yeah, this is something I felt I've been feeling very, very uh, strong about for a long time. Because I, you know, uh, and madness. Maybe it is mad. Maybe it is crazy. Because yeah, I just I can't find a whole heck of a lot of people that agree with me on what we're going to be talking about today. I like nobody. Okay, not nobody. That's that's dramatic. But very very select few people honestly agree with me on on what we're going to talk about today and what are we talking about today but other than hayden christensen in the prequels attack of the clones and revenge of the sith Mm -hmm. and how his the way that he portrayed a young anakin skywalker just gets a very bad rap which it shouldn't and I at think, least in our opinion, at least in our opinion, in our opinion, it, I think a lot of a lot of outside Star Wars fans and maybe some inside give him a bad rap just because of the way that he played the character. But if you think about the dynamic of the character, he almost had to play it that way. And I don't think you could have got anybody else. I talked to a guy about this yesterday. And he said, is Hayden the best actor in the world? No. But did he play the part the way that he had to? Yes. So there are some people, I feel, on our side. I don't know. 
I know you feel very strongly and passionate about it. I do. I would defend, I will defend Hayden Christensen's performance as Anakin Skywalker. Um, honestly, it, it, like, oh, I, I'll do it always. If, if that is a, a hill to die on, I would do it. Um, but it's worth it. I think he did. I, I really do think he did magnificent. You know, uh, George Lucas, as great of a storyteller as he is, his uh, his lines, his dialogue, uh, not his forte, <laughs> not his forte. His actually his first wife, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was actually a huge, huge, huge part of the success of the original Star Wars trilogy. And somewhere in between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace, they got divorced. Which is what I, from what I understand, she, um, yeah, it, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I, I remember a story. She was crying. She left the theater and was crying in the middle of episode one or after episode one because she said this was not Star Wars. So, so I mean, this is a, a lot of this is on is on George in, in the in the in the in the prequel trilogy. A lot of that aspect is on him, and like I said, some of his lines, it felt like a lot of the lines being delivered. We're always trying to be quotable, and they just missed, right? They 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 became quotable for the wrong reasons, at least in the in the prequel trilogy. Um, that's that's just kind of how they had him talk. But again, I didn't. It was something I I just didn't I didn't mind. Um, but uh, yeah, to criticize Hayden Christensen's role, you know, or performance as Anakin Skywalker, I think. I feel like that's just like a mob mentality kind of thing where, oh, everybody else is saying it. I should, too. Where if you really look at the different layers to it, um, to how Anakin played it, to, or to excuse me, how Hayden played Anakin, uh, it's actually really, really good. And it added a whole lot of intrigue on my end to the Anakin Skywalker character. Um, I'm not a psychologist, but I have taken a few psychology classes in college. Um, passed him with a B, so that's what's up, and uh, B minus, but you know, it's all the same. But, um, but it's actually it, it, it's been cool to look at that performance through the eyes of like, uh, like a psychologist a little bit, and it's so complex. And a lot of it is on is actually aside from the killing younglings part, it's a lot of it is is understandable. From the perspective of a, uh, I believe Anakin is portrayed as a 23, 22 or 23 year old in episode three. And uh, it, it's perfectly, it's it, the conversation will get there, but uh, I think it's perfectly, uh, it's kind of understandable. It's kind of understandable. I understand what, what you're saying through, I uh, did take a psychology class, but um, as most people that know me in my college days, you actually have to go to class to actually get a grade. So, uh, I did not get a grade in psychology, but I think my knowledge of pop culture can almost relate to this in Anakin being a young Hollywood star in a way. That's how I looked at this is he is a young Hollywood star. He is being told he is so great, but yet they're keeping him down. There seems to be 
two sides of to the coin for every situation. And it just right. seems like that's how it is. He's he's told that he's this chosen one. He's going to bring balance to the force. But yet they're like, nope. The Jedi's are like, nope, you're not ready for that. And then, but Chancellor Palpatine is like, you're awesome. You're great. Just go. Let's just unleash these powers right now. And like some, he does not coming out and saying it, but he's building them up. Well, the Jedi are like, listen, pump the brakes, get a minute, but you're still awesome. You're still great. You're, you're going to, you're, you could be the chosen one to bring balance to the force, but uh, now we're just going to take it easy with you. Right. I, it's a, uh, you know, in, Listen, the Jedi were very, very flawed at the end, you know, in those movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they did lose their ideals. They became way heavily involved in politics, and they became very easy to frame. You know, they were generals, and their 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 whole their morals changed because of the Clone Wars. And it was something Anakin seen, and he questioned it, and it was just like, no, like. Just go with it. You watch that Clone Wars cartoon. It's a very, very interesting. Like, if you like look at it from the perspective of like the Separatists, mm-hmm. it's kind of a very interesting. Uh, again, that's a whole psychology thing. But if if you look at it from the view of the Separatists, it's that's an interesting perspective on the Jedi. It kind of changes how you you look at them and, and what tactics are. Um, you know, they're going to. And if you're, you know, a guy, you know, a kid. Yeah, like Anakin Skywalker, who grew up believing that the, the Jedi were were perfect, and um, you know the, the sense of righteousness. And you hear some, of, you hear and see some of the things that they did. It's kind of break your heart a little bit. But I like the Hollywood star analogy. Um, you know, there's not a lot of child child Hollywood stars that 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 come from it and turn out normal. You either get away or you get crazy. That's that's how it is. Macaulay Culkin was a hot mess for a long time. Um, speaking of Anakin Skywalker, Jake Lloyd, the, yeah. the kid who played him in uh, in Episode One, was uh, then he got in some trouble. Uh, I mean, there's the list is goes on and on and on. I like to attest it to this. Um, when I started pro wrestling training eleven years ago, I did some cool things. I did, you know, I did. I was doing good. And, you know, people blew you up, man, you're really good at what you do. You're really good at what you do. You know, I had, a, I had a, my first match was okay, but they're like, oh man, screw you for having a good match in a joking manner, mm-hmm. you know, but building up your ego and that's in, in for the narrative, you know, for the purpose of this episode, don't you think Anakin Skywalker's ego was built up a little bit? Oh yeah. And when the, you get told you're the chosen one, you are the one who's going to bring balance to the force. You're the chosen one, you know. Okay, cool. I, the sense of importance. It almost puts a target on your back too, because if you read some of the, uh, and they might be retconned at this point, but some of the, um, the the young Anakin Skywalker books. I think Jude Watson uh, wrote them, but it, it, they were from like Scholastic back in the day. It was when Anakin was growing up. It was after you know his he got retrieved and, and basically the foundations of him and Obi Wan growing up together. And, uh, you know, he was a target by a lot of the his fellow apprentices. Oh, you're the chosen one. Why are you the chosen one in this? He comes in, he's, he's, he's powerful, um, and it makes you a target. But at the same time, and I have this, this trust issue a lot with people now, too. Um, those people who are, are blowing you up your ego, 
to your face are kind of burying it behind your back. And in some cases, burying it to your face as well. Um, and this is like, this is a relatable thing. Like I remember being just put on such a high pedestal in, in amongst pro wrestling and thinking I was invincible. And then once I started kind of doing my own thing, like those same people were just weren't just as supportive. And, you know, can you imagine how a, guy, a kid like Anakin Skywalker feels? He gets pulled away from his family at nine years old. Yes. And this is why the Jedi do this. This is why the Jedi try to pull him away at infancy. But at nine years old, you go there because there's there's a belief that you are something. You are going to be someone. And you just, you know what I mean? You feel unwanted. You feel unwanted. You got Mace Windu taking jabs at you every every chance he gets. Um you could tell that Obi-Wan's not like really like, yeah, your brother's your quote unquote, but not really. Cause there's something, there's an aspect that Obi-Wan just is not like fully like supportive of you. And, uh, you know, and, and it goes across the board. A lot of the Jedi did not trust Anakin. And then here you have the master manipulator, Emperor Palpatine, well, soon to be Emperor Palpatine telling you everything you want to hear. Right. It's so easy to be easy to be manipulated in this world. So easy to be manipulated, especially somebody like Palpatine, who, you know, was pretty much granted this gift of the Jedi found the uh, the chosen one who, uh, if you read the background lore, him and Darth Plagueis created Anakin. Uh, they they created him. He was he was made like uh, I think the term is like asexually. He was like they they they. they created Anakin Skywalker and had no idea where he was in the galaxy. The Jedi just brought him to him. But every little complaint, everything Palpatine told him what he wanted to hear. Yeah. And you're going to gravitate towards people who want to tell you what you, um, who tell you what you want to hear all the time. People who boost your ego, people who make you feel good versus people who, um, you know, sometimes tell you what you have to hear yet. What you don't want to hear. And uh, and that's kind of where where everything happened. Uh, it was just a col- like a collection of stuff that happened psychologically to Anakin. You know, and like I said, it didn't help that Palpatine, being ever so kind um, to Anakin's face, but behind the scenes, absolutely manipulating him. I, I don't know if you how much into the extra lore that you have or that you are aware of. I am not. I'm more movies. Movies. Okay. I've done the movies. I've watched uh, what is that? Uh, Clone Wars. Obviously, the cartoon series. I watched the movie. Uh, watched Rebels. Pretty much all the cartoons except for the Resistance, which I was like, no, I'm not going to watch this. I think Disney's going overboard at this point. But <laughs> but I, I do I do understand what's going what's going on and why. And I get the whole point of what it is like you said he's never even at nine years old did he really ever have a childhood no he was a slave all his life he was he was a slave and now he's actually probably feeling pretty good about himself and then he's free you know and that's another interesting point too like he's he's free kind of as a jedi you know, that's kind of like uh, you ever see, like meet a, a kid who was homeschooled for all his life, and then all of a sudden he's set free on on public uh, in high school. 
I have going off to college. Okay, great. (laughs) I got a little bit free, you know, don't do I really have to go to class? And they're like, nope, as long as you pay that check at the end of the semester, we really don't care what you do. Yeah. And that's how it was, was like, I'm free. I can do what I want. And he's a very intelligent child, not only because of the Jedi, but the way that he can he can build things. I mean, he built that pod racer. He built C-3PO. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, some people don't like that whole entire thing, but he, it's this kid that, like we said, it's just ripped, ripped right away. You are going to have, like Yoda was saying, you are going to have, you are going to be scared. You are going to be angered. I mean, if I'm pretty sure if somebody took, you know, I don't know why, but you know, a kid getting ripped from one place and then sent to another country. Cause that's pretty much what it is. I mean, we can't yeah. go to another planet, but he's going from this desolate, nasty desert planet. Tantooine's on the outer rim, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, it was not under Republic control, but when it became the empire, they, they had their hands on it. Yeah, that's what I. Th- so he's in the outer rim, and now all of a sudden he's going to Coruscant, which is this bustling, uh, giant buildings and everything else, just way different than Tatooine, in or Tatooine, and it's just th- that's got to blow your mind, even from a sense as well. I a mean, little bit. I know my kids have moved. We moved from New York to Texas. Two different cultures, and that's and that's kind of a weird mindset to do that, even at that young of an age. And and learning, sorry, go ahead. And learning a whole new culture, seeing a whole new way. Like I said, it's kind of the reversal. Uh, we're from New York, from a city, many houses, many buildings, right by Buffalo, so many tall buildings. And then we come to Texas on the outside of a city where it's houses, then ranches. It's hot. Yes. There's sand, hot. there's sand everywhere. It's mm-hmm. coarse. It's rough. I don't like the sand. I don't like the sand either. Have you, oh, my goodness. I've, it I've, is I've, annoying. I've lived in a desert. There's nothing worse than a sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, the reason why I asked if you knew how much of the, the extra lore you knew is because that Palpatine actually set a lot of things in motion to get Anakin um, triggered, so to speak, as the, as the kids like to say today. Uh, in the lore, and they almost did this, in a, they almost did it in episode three, but they didn't want to go that dark. It was, it was officially in the script, but they, they cut the scene out. Uh, Palpatine had Dooku pay the Tusken Raiders to go and find and, and capture Shmi Skywalker. Oh, that wasn't just a random event. That was planned. And that's, I believe that's canon. So this is the kind of stuff. So, it, you know, it's an, it's a lesson and be careful of who you tell things to because they'll use it against you as well. Um, see how easy it is to just not trust people in this world. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but that, I mean, it's a perfect example of it. What he would do is he would lend an ear. He would, uh, Palpatine would lend an ear to Anakin. He'd talk about his woes. He'd stroke his ego and then he'd use that information to try and get, you know, uh, shape everything. Right. Go ahead, Anakin. I'm appointing you 
to the Jedi Council, knowing full well it's not going to work. Wow, Palpatine believes in me, but the Jedi Council doesn't? Wow. Man, I really got to reconsider what I'm doing here. And there's a host of other things. You can see definitely see the seeds planted uh, between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith about how they did it. Um, what's that? You know, uh, Anakin, you, you have feelings for Padme? Perfect. Love is against the Jedi Code? Perfect. Let's formulate this thing and fix this thing so Obi-Wan goes away and Anakin's protecting Padme. Nothing's, everything's going to go exactly the way that the Jedi expected. Wink, wink. Um, so that's, that's, you know what I mean? That That's the manipulation part. And, uh, and I know we're going really into the character aspect, but like, this is what Hayden Christensen had to portray. This is the depth that Hayden Christensen had to portray. Somebody said he's whiny. Of course he's whiny. He's whiny. He's being manipulated. You know, one group that he's, he's spent most of his adult life with is, is telling him one thing. Um, and then acting the other, you know, I guess both of them, the, the Jedi and, and Palpatine, I guess were kind of manipulating him in their own respective ways. But, you know, and he, I thought he played the whininess to a T. Mm-hmm. He did. He he was like perfect. I, I never understood the backlash and 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 uh, heat, so to speak, that that he got from from playing. I, I thought he did very very well. Hey, if you really look at the psychology, like like go tell. Um, I got to think of an example. But the, you know, I, again, wrestling, I see it all the time. Um, you know, maybe you land a big job. Yeah. Right. You you land a big job at a young age. You, you go through school. You get a big big time job, big time money. Um, the money goes to your head. You're, you're you're promised all these big opportunities, and they they kind of never happen. Right. You know, it's it, it's one of those things that would be a tough pill to swallow. And nobody, everybody just sees the 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 black and white version of this. Oh God, Anakin. Uh, you know. Didn't like the Jedi for whatever reason. He didn't trust them, so he turned to the dark side and killed them all. And it's it's a lot more than that. And I, I thought that's what the genius of Hayden Christensen was in his performance in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because I felt the way that he played it is he played. He was what I just looked it up. He was nineteen. It's supposed to be nineteen in Attack of the Clones. Yes, and Revenge of Sith is three years after. Yep. So he's twenty two, twenty three ish. Yeah. So he's playing a 19 year old and he seems whiny. But if you think about the way that we set this, we talked about the mindset of Anakin, the psychology behind it. He is not a fully functional 19 years old that has experienced life. And I went back, I watched Attack of the Clones. And a great example of that is when they're talking. Uh, he's talking to Padme on Naboo. Yeah, yeah, that's Naboo. And yep. talking about the political things. And it, yes. it sounds it sounds like a 19-year-old, but it sounds like almost an 11-year-old at the same point. Like he never got to grow up through the years. Like he's still, the Jedi have put him into this bubble almost and kept him down that he's not quite sure what's going on in the real world. And here's Padme bringing it in and i think she was a force in that as well so he's talking about well i'll can't we just find someone to make them do it 
and that sounds like so, and the the writing there right. is oh did you ever notice that that sounds exactly what like what the empire became yes yeah yeah and that's where he, that makes that makes sense to a kid that makes sense to a kid it's i have three kids it's why did he get something and i didn't get something why are they doing this and i'm not doing this or yeah. they have this can i have it and then most of the time when they ask that question, I'm like, well, did you ask? And they're like, well, no. Can I have it now? And I'm like, yeah. But it's it's that childish mindset that I think he played so well of somebody that hasn't, as we said, somebody, you know, homeschooled, getting thrown into the world, real world, never fully developed. And I think he played that really well. In For sure. That, taking that aspect and using that dialogue to the best that, he could at that point and he's just very very confused i mean most of us find you know you we have a little like girlfriend maybe in like kindergarten or something yeah and then as we get older into middle school we kind of have a semi girlfriend that we pass and know it and in high school obviously before the age of 19 might be a little bit more of a serious relationship now looking back as an adult and then, but we grow into relationships where he is just right in there with Padme, and he's right. not even sure how to handle it. It's I I, I can portray it, but yeah, I don't it, I don't want to I don't want to use the language. But no, I get what you're saying. Picking up what I'm putting down is he's not yeah. had that, and that's what I think his obsession is about her is that the first person he's loved first woman he's probably loved since his mother i've never i know i've never read any of the book so i'm not 100 percent. i think well from what i've gathered there might have been little things here and there but it was always padme that was on his mind and, and again you, you you stated the age right i mean you have to think if, you, if you're a grown adult sitting and listening to this thinking of where you were mentally as an 18 19 year old all right yeah <laughs> i know i wasn't right no. You know, I wasn't, that wasn't quite grown as grown up as I maybe thought I was. Um, you know, 19, I was in college and just miserable with life and confused. Here I go from high school and everything's kind of catered to you and, you know, everything's good. I was a decent high school wrestler. And then all of a sudden I go in college and I'm, I'm suddenly in the real world and the expectations are drastically higher. It's like, whoa. I don't know if I can handle all that. You know what I mean? I don't know if I can handle all this. How do I deal with this? I'm I'm too emotional to to really properly deal with it. You know? And again, the hatred, the 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 hatred that he had for his peers. Man, I used to hate going to high school. All right. Aside from wrestling, high school sucked. I got treated like shit by everybody. And you know, and, and that's kind of where Anakin's perspective was, where like the, I mean, it, it it motivated him because he was so different. Uh, because, you know, he had this target on his back as the chosen one. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm like, I was some chosen prophet, you know, prophecy in, in high school at all. But, um, but I'm just for, for the psychology of, of, of Star Wars, that this is what, you know, led to him being that way. He probably took very little issue with wiping out the Jedi order oh. for all the, sh- all the stuff that he, they put him through. I, I, I can, you didn't see him really start to uh, cry until at the end. Like, like he seemed pretty like, okay, I'm, I'm doing what I got to do. Battle on the Jedi, helping out the 501st, kind of wipe out the Jedi Order. He didn't have any issue with that. He didn't start really getting emotional until the Mustafar scene. 
you know, when it came to everything. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's relatable. Yeah. It's very relatable. Just in all that, the, the confusion, one side, one side, it's almost like you have the, the two different parents type situation. You have the Jedi who are very strict that are kind of looking out for you, but yet I felt in a way that they're keeping an arm's distance away from him just in case he isn't what he's, what he's supposed to be, whatever, what most people claim him to be. And Palpatine's that father that's like, or that person outside, like you said, that is just building you up and they know, they know that you're a star and they're just going to try and use you. It's almost uh, football with like an agent or something. I'm the agent. I'm going to try and get you. You're the star athlete. I'm going to pump you up. I'm going to tell you that you're going to go in the first round. We're going to do this for you. We're going to do that for you. And we're going to give you all these secret keys. And then you probably got like a coach on the other side. That's like, okay, that sounds all cool and all, but you know, we still got to work for this as well. But you're like, no, but this guy says that he's going to give me all this and I don't have to worry about anything else. Oh, Brian Bosworth. In a way. In In a a way, way, right? In In a a way. way. Hyped up. And then he got to the real world. He got to a football team and they didn't put up with it. His dad, right? His dad hyped him up. Yeah. His agent probably hyped him up. And then he got to a football team where they didn't tolerate it. And he, he, it just, it was too much for him. He was a, he was a big fish in a small pond in college, small, uh, a, a, a big fish in an even bigger pond. Yeah. In, in, in the pros. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of where that comes into play. And I think that's where the whole Anakin and definitely how, Hayden had to play that character. He he can't be this happy-go-lucky guy all the time. He's got that. He has that rage. He hasn't seen his mother in years, and and doesn't know what's really going on with her because they're like they're they're pretty much priests. So it's like a monastery type thing where you're you're not gonna be able to do the things like you could, even though priests are allowed to hang out with their families. But in this case. You're just plucked away. You don't know what happened to your mother. You, she's all you've all you've known all your life, other than being a slave. Right. You don't know what's going on. Uh, just constant confusion. I would imagine every single day for him. And how do you not just play this whiny, angry individual who hasn't been given the skills, the the, the socialization skills that one needs, other than? We're going to train you to be diplomatic in a way. I think that was one of the big things is we're going to still try and train you to be diplomatic. And then you see Padme. She's always on your mind. Like I, like I just watched Attack of the Clones, like I said, because that was the one that I haven't watched in years. And the way that he like disobeys Obi-Wan, it's very overpowering teenage-ish. Like, oh, we're going to find out who tried to kill you. No, we're not here to investigate. Oh, yeah, we're going to try and find out that screw is going to kill you. Like, screw you. This is my girl. I'm going to try and, you know, pump myself up, too, to say, oh, my goodness, we're going to save you any way possible. And Obi-Wan's like, just just stick to the plan. Just stick to what we're here to do. And he's like, nope, nope. I got to kind of show off for her because, once again, he's like 15 years old. Yeah, no, no doubt. And that's where it is. And and, and listen, we talked about at the top of the show, maybe the vocabulary, maybe the dialogue wasn't all yeah. that great. The scripts weren't, weren't great. But George did have this idea in mind. Like, 
I hate that like you know a lot of people like to sit and, and just think that George Lucas is just not good at what he's doing. He's good. At, he's a good world builder, but he's not good. Like, but if you really think you know if you if like I said George Lucas if, if George Lucas plan all this out, I mean you can retrospectively connect dots too. Like you can look you can look back and, and connect dots and make things look better than than maybe they were intended to. But I mean, honestly, it's come off very, very well um, in, in hindsight. Like you said, just and, and we're we're living in a day and age right now, too. Right. With, with a lot of media, everybody loves a sympathetic villain. Do they not? People love the people love the, uh, the you know, the, the, the tortured soul that, that just can't take it anymore. Um, that's why you've seen a lot of villain centric films, the Joker. Right. Joker was a dark one that people weren't ready for. People still can't handle it, but it's a reflection. It's a it's a true reflection of how people treat others and push them to the brink. And then when they finally go to the brink, they're like, oh, no, what did I do? Happens in everyday life. Right. Joker's another example of it. And Anakin Skywalker is no different than that Joaquin Phoenix Joker portrayal. No different. A good soul, tortured, um, beaten, abused and lied to and finally snapped you know he obviously regretted it he realized he was manipulated years after hated the emperor you know uh, especially when he found out that luke uh luke had been born he had no idea about that leia was his daughter but um you know what i mean you're just filled with rage and anger and um it consumes you it consumes you and hayden did it i think he set it up perfectly and it's so cool for me as, you know, this this person who just love adores Star Wars um, as much as as much as I do to, to, to picture that, you know, Hayden Christensen's behind uh, the mask in episode four and five and six. You know what I mean? It's so cool for it, it, his portrayal of Anakin Skywalker is before that. And at least so many questions, right? At least so many questions. How did you know, how did how did he go from from this in the 20 years between episode three and four? How did he go from from this to this? Mm-hmm. And it's such a cool it's it's a very cool thing to imagine and 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 try and understand. And that's why I think I love the Anakin Skywalker character so much because he is so complex. You know, every every time I get asked who your favorite who's your favorite Star Wars character, and it's such a like uh like a beta answer to just be like, I like Darth Vader. You know, because he's obviously the most recognizable character in the series, aside from like a Boba Fett or Yoda or whatever. But but I love him for the complexity of of who he is and the reasons I'm a big antihero guy. Why did this good soul turn to evil? What what happened? You know, what happened from the good guy's perspective? What what happened from his fellow good guys that that drove him insane, that corrupted his soul and, and made him turn? to the dark side. Those are the characters that I love. I love flawed characters in, in, in fiction. That's why I'm a big Venom fan, you know, Venom, all those characters and and Vader's no different. Oh no, I, I hear you on that one. Did you catch the Obi-Wan trailer? I seen, it's like a, it's like a preview thing. It's not, it wasn't so much a trailer. I was a little sad that it wasn't, but it was like a behind the scenes thing, but there was some, there's an actual trailer. No, yeah, there's an actual trailer, and they show Vader's palace. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It, 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 Disney Plus showed it, showed it. It was like a minute long featurette thing. 
Uh, no, that no, this was it's on YouTube. Really? Unless it's like some fan made one, but it didn't it look probably cool. fan. It's probably fan made. There's been nothing released. Yeah, you probably got got. Yeah, probably did get got. <laughs> no, there's one right here. It's send it to me. I don't know if they just threw slapped it on it. I'll send it to you after this. All right. Well, yeah, because- I, I don't think anything's come out yet. Yeah, because Screen Crush broke it down. No, yeah, they broke down. See, what they did was it was it's a te- well, it was a teaser trailer. So what it was, okay, there was like, yeah. interviews and stuff. Um, they explained it, but they did show Vader's castle, which is on Mustafar. Um, I, I gotta say, I'm excited for this show. Like that's, I might be more excited for this show than I am Spider Man: Far From Home or No Way Home or whatever the heck it is. There's too many homes in that one. There's a lot. There's a lot of homes. Homecoming, uh, all this stuff. I might be more excited for the old one and Anakin thing. Because this is gonna, this is gonna be a, I gotta say, Disney has really made up for that that sequel trilogy. They have really to. made up for it. I think they have to. They should. It was terrible. It was absolutely atrocious. But um, but but this is a this is an interesting metric, right? You know, it, yeah. we haven't we don't have we have in between Revenge of the Sith and uh a new hope the, the there's very limited media and it's so spread out sporadically right we have bad batch which takes place right after episode three we have um jedi fallen order the video game which which you know not everybody gets to play the video games it takes place yeah. five years after uh star wars rebels which i i'm not sure when that timeline is that but is the, right because that's like actually my favorite cartoon rebels is Rebels. I actually prefer Rebels over Clone War, and I never thought that would happen. That is right, uh, kind of right after Episode Three, a little bit, but I want to say right after. I think maybe a couple years, but it's right before. It, it's before New Hope, and it's before Rogue One because the Rebellion is still small pockets, like right. small guerrilla kind of uh, militant units where. Th- they don't communicate and it shows you how the rebellion came together kind of through rebels. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah I'm, I got, I'm working towards that. I'm still on season three of clone wars. I, it's hard for me to get in the cartoons sometimes, but, um, but I, I do enjoy it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, this is an important benchmark because there's a whole lot of questions about, you know, in, in the Han Solo movie, which I, I didn't care for either, but um, I, I like that movie. Yeah. <sighs> I'm a, I'm a, it might have been because I was so jaded at that's what the they sequel said. trilogy. That's why I did so bad at theaters. That's so. a, lot, a lot of people say it's because of The Last Jedi that nobody yeah. wanted to see it, like you said, or they're so angry that when they looked at it, they were like, ugh. But I think he played. That's that's another. That's another yeah. episode, I think, there. Okay. Let's stick with Anakin. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, <laughs> But 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 yeah, I mean, for Obi Wan and, and Vader, there's a lot of mystery in between those twenty years. There's a lot of other stories you get to fill in, right? You know, of some of these lesser characters, like Saw Gerrera has been a been a big time character over the last decade of of the in between episode three and four. Um, you know, as well as a like few others. But Obi Wan, it's like he's just been a hermit. How did he? You know, how did all that happen? And how did how did he go from? what he was in episode three to what he was in episode four, you know, Vader, there's so much mystery. There's, a, I mean, there's a lot of media out and a Vader as far as comic books and stuff go, but, um, and some actual books, there's a lot of good books as well, but, um, but there's still a lot of mystery. There's, there's still a lot of mystery there. 
you know, I, I don't know if people realize this, but did you know that Obi-Wan didn't even realize that uh, Darth Vader survived until I think a year or so after episode three? I didn't know that. You did not know that. Okay. So there's a really great book. I think James Lucino wrote it. I think it's called Dark Lord. It's like the, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a sequel uh, book to Revenge of the Sith. And Obi-Wan doesn't find out. He's drinking in a canteen in, in the Moss Eisley Cantina. And there's a news report about Vader or something. Do it. They, they attacked Kashyyyk because Kashyyyk becomes a big, big time place. Um, a center of like rebellion and, and, and whatnot after Revenge of the Sith. And, uh, and Vader's name gets mentioned on the TV or whatever, TV news report, whatever. And Obi-Wan actually faints. He thinks that Vader, that Anakin died at the bottom of that, um, at the bottom when he caught on fire. He thought that was the end of Anakin, but he had no idea that it wasn't until about a year later. So that's, that's another interesting perspective of all this too. Is that you think you think you know that he you know that that he survived, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people will just automatically assume. But if you really pay attention to detail at the end of episode three, uh, Obi Wan thinks he's dead. So, um, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't know that, and I did not know that at all. Yeah, I mean, you got to think though too. If it, and and I think that's the basis for this this Obi Wan show is that he finds out that you know this is after that he found out Anakin stayed alive and he's trying to end it like he's, he's like he feels like he, he re- extra really failed he thought he succeeded he thought he killed anakin and, and and that's that and uh you know and obviously he he probably would have he probably would have you know he, he humanely i get as messed up as it sounds i i think he thought that that was the end of it and it's it's supposed to be the whole basis for this show this upcoming kenobi show also, the interesting one with Kenobi too is the the Darth Maul aspect of it as well. Oh man, I I didn't even think about that. I really hope they do something with that. There's that Darth Maul aspect very much as well in there. Yeah, uh, that's kind of my favorite Seth guy, and I'm glad he got he gets not to give me he, he gets more into. With the Clone Wars, he's a little. Oh yeah, he, his little. I know he was a big deal in Clone Wars. I know him and Obi Wan. Obi Wan killed him in, at the end of Rebels. Um, but his cameo in Solo was probably my favorite part of that movie. See, it's not that bad. But like I said, that's 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 my that's my hill to die on for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like this is for you, for you, but. I think we summed it up is he he had to play that part in how he felt. He looked older, but did he in my mind he never fully matured into his age and like you said are we really set for that big of a journey in life at the age of 19, 22 even though people say we have this power no matter you know that we're smart we're intelligent. We're a stellar athlete. But are we really? Are we, are all of us really mentally mindset at that point? Even if we've been through real life situations, but Anakin has all that on him, where he is the show's one. But he, I don't feel like he's really had the life skills and the real life situations to help him mature into something more. And right. that's pretty much that's pretty much my whole take on it. And I bashed him 
I was like, why is he so whiny? Because I did the same thing with Kylo Ren as well. But I think Kylo Ren's the same thing. Very torn. And it's the same thing as Anakin. And I and I think that's probably the one thing Disney did is they showed that, even though it was kind of like a carbon copy of each other almost. But he, he doesn't have that normal upbringing. So, of course, he is going to be whinier than most probably 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds. Right. No, 100%. 100%. And, yeah, I, I really do think that Hayden should be. And people, listen, people are clamoring for him right now. They're excited for him to come back and Obi-Wan. Um, I don't know if it's just because – I don't know what that reason is for, but people are excited. So, obviously, he did something right. If he was that bad, people would not want him back. So, that's my that's my thought process with that. All right. So that concludes this episode. Matt, I know you got tons of podcasts, but also you are, I don't want to say Emperor Palpatine of the network because I don't think. Yeah. I'm, you are the Emperor. I'm secretly, I'm secretly a, a bad, a bad person. So you're more of Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where my head's at. Right. But um, go support our network, BICBP-radio.com. All the podcasts you can ever want, um, available by people just like you. Right? People, content creators who um, have a nine-to-five job and you know just want to make something of this, go support them. Go give them a listen. Every listen goes towards maybe a sponsorship or honestly, it just makes them feel good that people care, care about what they're doing. So. Go do that. I would certainly appreciate it. You know, a lot of people like myself and Andrew um, hosting podcasts on our network. Uh, we're just adding another one. Uh, actually, at time of recording, I'm adding another one right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, literally something for everybody. Yes, please go check out the network and also check out new episodes of Let's, po- Let's Talk But No Politics Okay every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and bonus episodes every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Helium Radio Network. Go check out the the network Facebook page, uh, the Podcast Precinct Facebook page, if you want to follow more great podcasts as well. And also check out the Let's Talk But No Politics Okay Facebook page and the Let's Talk But No Politics Okay YouTube channel. And with that being said, Good morning, good afternoon, and good night.